Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Hey y'all, hey. Welcome back to Such a Lady and I'm your host Siobhan. And if you're just now tuning in, welcome. Sit back, take your shoes off, enjoy the show. Um, Our next toxic love story gone wrong is super crazy because it's not your normal or our normal toxic love story gone wrong. It's not a husband and a wife or a boyfriend or, or a girlfriend. It is a mother and a son. And I found out about this story because one night I couldn't sleep and I was on YouTube and a movie had popped up and I was like, oh, YouTube play free movies? And I was like, oh, okay, let's watch it. And then um, after it was over, it was like, it was based on a true story. So I start looking up stuff on it because the movie was crazy and it was a true story, but the movie just kind of like scratched the surface. So um, I don't know if you all have heard about her. Her name is Shantae Kimes and y'all baby, she was, she was a cold piece of work. She had a son and his name was Kenny. And they had a really, really odd relationship. Now, I know that y'all know that I say I don't really go back, back into details about people. But even if I wanted to, I couldn't on Shantae because she lied a lot. Like, even her oldest son said that when they found her birth certificate, that she probably forged it and the information on there was a lie. So the only thing that I know for a fact is that she was born in Oklahoma City, which is where I'm from and where, you know, our podcast is out of. So that's super cool. But other than that, that's pretty much it. Um, She just lied about a lot of stuff. Um, I don't know if she wasn't happy with her childhood, but once she got older, she made sure that she, well, she knew that she wanted to have the best of everything. So she met a guy who she thought had money. Um, They were only married for three months. Come to find out he wasn't what she thought he was. So she leaves him, decides she's going to marry somebody else. Okay, boo, (laughs) I'm saying if it's that easy, can I get some lessons? But anyway, so she ends up marrying her second husband, who she has her first son with, and his name is Kent. Well, that marriage didn't work out because uh, he, well, for one, he didn't have the money that she wanted him to have, and she was little sticky finger girl like she would just steal stuff like going to stores steal coats and I'm not talking about like a little you know raincoat I'm talking about like fur coats and like she would put these plots together where she would get money from people by doing schemes and her husband was finally like listen I'm not with it I don't want to do that. I'm not I'm not with the smoke. I don't want it, okay? And so he left, and she was like, okay, that's fine. So then she set her eyes on someone else. Sh- um, Shantae 
was very intentional. She knew what she wanted, when she wanted, and if she didn't want it anymore, she was done with you. So after the second husband, she set her eyes on a, um, a hotel tycoon, and his name was Kenneth Kimes, and she was like, I want him. He had money. And she went after him. Now, to give you an idea about Shantae, I kind of like her because um, she thought and she also pretended and told people um, that she looked like Elizabeth Taylor. And um, I'll, of course, I'll post a picture, but I think that she does resemble her. And especially in some of the pictures um, back in the day when she would be dressed up really nice, I could see how she would get away with it. And sometimes she, one time she actually told um, people that her husband was an ambassador so that they could get into the White House and they got in. So she would make up these lies. Um, her husband, Kenneth, kind of got angry because he was like, why are you still doing this stuff? Like, we have money. Like, I I don't understand why you're still lying. Why are you um, still stealing? But I think, honestly, she got a thrill out of it. I mean, she had been doing it all her life. So, yeah, now she had money. But in her mind, I think that she still had that mind frame that she didn't ever want to go back to not having anything even though she did. Now, they I said that they were married, but um, it kind of goes back and forth saying whether or whether or not they weren't married. And keep that in mind because that's going to play into the story later on. So anyway, so it's Shantae, Ken, and then Ke- uh, Kenny Ke- and Kenneth. And so they end up having a son, which is Kenny Jr. And they're living this so-called happy life. That's what people think. They have these nice houses. They have these nice cars. Everything looks so good on the outside looking in. But we all know that that's usually not the case at all. Well, Kent was like, hell, I got to get get away from her. Because his mom was, she was toxic. She would go to Mexico. And she would get young women who didn't have any documentation, didn't have any family, didn't have anything. And she would bring them to her house and she would tell them that, okay, listen, I have a job for you. And of course, she's all glammed out. She has on all this stuff. She looks like money. So of course they're like, oh yeah, (laughs) when are we leaving? Okay. So she gets them home. And once she gets them home, she makes them work for her as, um, housekeepers but she never pays them and then she threatens them and she tells them hey listen if you try to get away I'm gonna tell the police that you're over here illegally you don't have any paperwork you're not even supposed to be here so like she would put fear in them but not only would she put fear in them she would physically abuse them um to the point where one time I guess one of the maids made her upset and so she took the um iron and burned her hand with it like you got to be (laughs) a psychotic person to burn somebody with with an iron well one day one of the um 
maids got away and went to the police. She was smart. She was like, listen, y'all deport me if y'all want to, but y'all gonna know about this one. So she told the police and then once the police found out about it and they did research, this is how you know that she was really doing some stuff she didn't have no business doing because she actually ended up being sentenced to five years in jail because she was violating the anti-slave laws. So you over here being a slave master, Karen, what is we doing? What is we doing? So anyway, while she's in jail, her husband, Kenneth Sr. and his son, they're living their best life. He's doing good. I mean, they're really thriving because of the fact that, you know, she's in jail. Like if you take the toxic part out of an equation, then guess what? It's not toxic anymore. And so when she got out of jail, she noticed that things were a little bit different and she didn't have the hold over her family that she had anymore. And so she decided that, okay, I have to get back in action. And so she would like, she decided she was going to start um, playing mind games with her son, um, her youngest son, Kenny. And his dad saw that. But shortly after he got, uh, Shantae got out of jail, He died from aneurysm. And this is why I said, I don't know if they were really married or not, because when he passed away, he left everything to his children, not the ones that he had with Shantae. So when he died, she didn't have anything. But by this time, Kenny is in college and he's doing his own thing and he's away from her. And he's like, I'm done with her. I'm, I'm like my brother. I don't want any more parts of her, but she comes to him and she's like, listen, I need you. I don't have any money. Like mama needs you. And he agrees to drop out of college and they start putting these plans into motion. So Shantae starts taking out these insurance policies and then burning down these properties. And then there's this one property that she rents from this guy. And then once she rents the property from the guy, she forged the deed and then took out a loan and used the mortgage as collateral without this guy knowing. So then he finds out because they send a, the bank sends a letter to him saying, hey, listen, when are you going to pay on this loan? Like we didn't gave you like two hundred and eighty thousand dollars, bro. We gonna need you to pay pay up. And he's like, no, I didn't. So he starts putting two and two together. Like Shantae was staying in this house. He calls her like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, listen, we can talk about it. The last time anybody heard from him was when he went to go talk to Shantae. Well, she had her son shoot him in the back of the head. Why? Because she was getting ready to get caught. So after they shoot him in the back of the head, they put him in a dumpster. And then they decide they're going to go to New York. Now, th- this is the, 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 the way that Shantae thought. So she decides they're going to go to New York, and there's a lady there. Her name is Irene Silverman. And Miss Irene Silverman, her husband passed away, and she used to be this great dancer. And so she, she has money, okay? But she was lonely. So she had this big, huge mansion that she turned into some high luxury apartments and people could stay there. Well, Shantae decided that she wanted that mansion and she was going to do whatever she had to do to get it. But who 
in their right mind comes up with a plan like this. So she has Kenny go in and they, well, he rents one of these luxury apartments from Irene Silverman. And he tells her, hey, listen, um, we have a mutual friend and he has the money in the hand. So she's like, okay, well, we have a mutual friend. You got the money in your hand. Okay, money talks, the rest walks. And she lets him come in. He comes in, he moves into the apartment. But right after he comes in, Irene has this eerie feeling because she's like, is something wrong with him? Like, I don't know what it is. Something is just off. You know how you get that gut feeling. Okay, well, Shantae, his mom, is always at the apartment. And she's like, okay, well, I know it's not his girlfriend. But when she would walk by the apartment, she could see someone's feet like they were looking out the peephole. And so, like, every time she would, like, have the um, house cleaners go over to clean up and stuff like that, they would never let them in. So she was like, you know, this is a luxury apartment. You're not letting these people come in and clean. It's just supposed to be you. It's this old lady over here. And a lot of the stuff that I read showed that Kenny and his mom had a sexual relationship. Like they slept in the same bed. And I mean, and you can kind of get a feeling that she probably was dependent on him for more than just um, you know, a mother-son relationship. She would kiss him, you know, in the mouth. And I mean, after a certain age, you don't want to sleep with your mama, but here this grown man was sleeping with his mom and holding her hand while they were walking down the street. And she would like, you know, massages. It was just inappropriate. Some stuff just ain't right. And this wasn't right. And so, um, Irene Silverman was like, y'all gotta go. Well, basically Kenny had to go, but you know, Shantae at this time, she was already scheming. She had had a insurance person come and she had pretended like she was Irene, but she was sick in the bed and she had signed a, um, over documentation so that (laughs) she could get a hold of this property. And so she was scheming. But so by the time Irene told them it was time for them to go, it was fine with them because you know what? They were ready to kill her. And so what happened was Shantae stunned Irene and then Kenny strangled her. They, after that, they got rid of the body. They put it in a dumpster, which nobody ever found. And I mean, no, I don't think any murder is perfect because they end up getting caught, but they put it in a dumpster. And I've noticed, you know, once you put it in a dumpster, once the dumpster truck picks it up, you know, depending on where that truck goes, it's probably hard for you to find it. And they didn't find Miss Irene's body, but they did find Shantae and Kenny at the Trump Towers eating donuts. Like y'all just killed this woman. And when they killed her, they had found her passport they found her license they found all this stuff and the police are like why do you have all this lady stuff on you well they arrest Shantae and Kenny and when they arrest them it's really odd because she's telling him don't say anything and he's calling out to his mama like he's a little baby and that just kind of goes to show you the type of relationship they had and so Kenny is like, okay, I did it. 
But Shantae is still like, I didn't do anything. Like, y'all can say whatever y'all want to say. I didn't do anything. She signed that property over to me. We were really good friends. And listen, contact my lawyer. And she calls Kent, her oldest son, remember, the one who left, said, listen, I don't want any part of this circus. And was like, listen, we're in jail. He hung up on her. Listen. I told you, I don't want no parts of this. And so after that, she still kept denying that she didn't have any part of it. Well, Kenny, they decided that they were going to try to play on him. And they told him, listen, we're going to execute your mother if you don't tell us what happened. You know, you know, everything. Like, we know about everything, but you're only confessing to a certain amount. And so he's like, no, I'm not. I'm not saying anything. And so a reporter comes to, you know, interview him. And he's like, okay, yeah. The reporter's talking to him and he takes the reporter hostage. And guess what his demands were? His demands were that his mother did not get extradited to California where she was facing the death penalty. So you don't say, hey, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you hostage for myself. He did it for his mom. Um, and so they defused the situation. They ended up getting the, um, you know, the reporter out alive and Kenny goes to jail, but he finally decides I'm gonna confess to everything because I don't want my mom or me to get the death penalty. Yeah, she was pissed off at him. Like, why would you do something like that? If we're not guilty, then you don't say we're guilty. That's basically what she said to him. And he was like, no, I don't want you to die. Um, It's crazy because during the trial, they held hands during the whole trial. Like, the judge had to legit tell them some of the stuff that they were doing was inappropriate. They were, like, making gestures towards each other. Like, so not mother-son appropriate so not at all well anyway despite her claiming that she was innocent the judge found her guilty and said that she was one of the most evil people that had ever entered the courtroom ever ran across ever ran across as a judge and to think about it she was not only was she evil you were um <laughs> a slave owner you were still you were a thief you got in trouble for, you know, robbing people. You went to jail. Then after that, you were killing people. You had your son killing people. I mean, if Toxic was a person, Shantae was it. And so um, she she deserved to be in jail. She actually passed away a couple of years ago. But I thought that this story was a good one to share because although we think of toxic relationships as a husband and wife or a boyfriend and girlfriend, um, sometimes it can be a lot deeper than that. And in this case, Shantae had her son wrapped around her fingers. So I hope you all enjoyed this story as much as I enjoyed telling it to you. Um, Go on over to our page on Instagram, suchalady30, and tell me what you think. I am going to, hopefully one day this weekend, I'm going to um, start a Facebook page um, so that we can chat there as well. But anyway, I hope you all have a happy holidays. Be safe and remember to keep your mask up. Thanks for tuning in and listening to such a lady.